So, I hope you're connecting with this series. Uh, I am of a mind to go on with the rest of Revelation, which yes. will be a task in itself, but I do want yes. to go on to try and unlock. This is, in a sense, the easy bit. But um, I did say the significance of this for me is here is Jesus speaking to churches. We know all about Paul speaking to churches and John speaking to churches and so forth. But here is a unique section of scripture because Jesus is speaking to the church. I almost am glad that Jesus is not speaking to our church in Revelation because it's quite exposing and um, I would like if I knew he was going to say church in harvest you are gobsmackingly amazing then I'd say yeah write it down but if he was going to say now I've got this against you I'm thinking, hey, could you keep it as private as you can? However, they don't have a choice. God is speaking. Jesus is speaking. There's a revelation that God has that he gives to Jesus. Jesus gives it to an angel. An angel gives it to John. John writes it down and it goes to the churches. That's how it works. And we are going to the church in Thyatira. So it's chapter 2, verse 18. To the angel of the church in Thyatira write. Now I've said this in dig digging deeper. How does an angel deliver a letter? Once John has written it, how does the angel deliver it? To the angel. So we're not sure what he really means by angel. It could well be that every congregation has an angel. And I know, Pam, you would love that. <laughs> I yes. know you would love yes. your own personal angel yes. over this church. Yes. Whereas I'm thinking, well, Father, I know your angels have got a lot of work to do. So I don't want to inconvenience them too much. Yeah, I do. That's fine. Just bless us. It's okay. But this is the lady that goes, I've said this before, this is the lady that drives through Tesco saying, Lord, would you give me a parking space? Do you do that, Tracy? Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is really busy. Doesn't an unbeliever need a parking space better than me? Because he doesn't know how to cope with the frustration, but I do. Eh? Anyway, it could be an angel, or it might be, because angel is messenger, it could be to the, the message bearers in the church, the elders, the leaders. To the angel of the church in Thyatira, right? These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are blazing fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze. That's an image taken for chapter one. I know. Can't hide anything from God. 
I know. I know your deeds, your love and faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman, Jezebel. This is interesting. We'll dig deeper, like who is Jezebel? What's that about, etc. But can you just note, God is holding this against them. Too much toleration. Now, in today's society, we are told, you know, you should tolerate people regardless. You tolerate people. God's saying, not in the church you don't. There are some things, God says, I can't tolerate. He says to the church in Ephesus, you hate the Nicolaitans. I hate them too. You tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So, I will cast her. Now remember, this is Jesus speaking. This is Jesus speaking. People say, oh, Jesus didn't judge anybody. Jesus just loved everybody. Jesus just accepted everybody. He ate with tax collectors and sinners and we should be... I will cast her on a bed of suffering and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. This is another side that we're seeing. It's a side that we probably don't like. And it's also we're thinking, hey, I thought we didn't, I thought it wasn't about our deeds. I thought it was all about grace and, and you know, I will repay you according to your deeds. Good news if your deeds please him. Bad news if your deeds don't. Now, I say to the rest of you in Thyatira, to you who do not hold to her teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you. Only hold on to what you have until I come. To him who overcomes and does my will to the end, I will give him authority over the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, Father, help us. Yes, Lord. I'm not going to talk about Jezebel, her being a prophetess. I'm not going to define the sexual immorality and the food offered to idols. I'm not going to talk to you about why the Lord is so angry 
I'm not going to talk to you about why he says he will strike her children dead. I'm not going to talk to you about Satan's so-called deep secrets. I'm not going to talk to you about the morning star. That's all going to be in digging deeper. You get the idea? You get the idea. If you've got questions, Pastor, I don't understand that. Do try digging deeper. It'll come out on Wednesday. I just want to focus in on one little bit that can inspire us. Verse 19. I know your deeds, your love and faith, your servants and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Only, verse 25, hold on to what you have until I come. And it's that verse 25 that I want to major on. Hold on to what you have until I come. Hold on. In order to maintain your Christian work, you have to hold on. Some of you here have heard of Slimming World. <laughs> I have never, hallelujah, been to Slimming World. And by the grace of God, I never will go to Slimming World. I've been blessed with a good, what do you call it? Metabolic rate. Metabolism. Uh, I've got a good aversion to sugar. Good genes, Ronnie, good genes. I've got, yeah, but I'm not wearing them. Yeah, I'm not talking about those genes. Yeah, so, I, but I know someone. I'm not going to say who it is. But I know someone who has been to Slimming World once or twice. <laughs> And they maintain. Do you know that, Diane? You set your target, I want to be 11 stone 10. That means I need to lose two pounds, uh, two stones. And you work at it, and you work at it, and you work at it until you get to your target. And you get, I think you get rounds of applause, you might get a bowl of fruit, or you get, you must get something for making your target. Oh, I shouldn't be looking at you, I've given it away. <laughs> <sighs> but, so I know she did. <laughs> so when you get to your target weight, your job then, Stoyan, is to maintain. So you still keep going to the classes, but you maintain the weight you're at. But to maintain, the fact that you have to keep going to the class means you have to keep working just to maintain. I've seen some unbelievable YouTubes of people genuinely trying to go up an escalator that's coming down, not realising they're on the wrong escalator. I've seen people on the path at Gatwick Heathrow trying to get up to the place where they're trying to go to with the pavement going the other way. Right? You're just maintaining. You're having to do a lot of work, but you're actually not going anywhere. You're just maintaining Listen, as believers, we have to 
maintained. We have to work hard just to hold on to what you have. Now, look at Ephesians, if you have your Bible, that well-known passage of the armour of God in Ephesians chapter 6. So, Ephesians 6 verse 13, put on the full armour of God. Put on the full armour of God. Easy or not easy? Not easy? It's not that easy. You have to have righteousness on board. You have to have faith on board. You have to be thinking with the helm of salvation renewing your mind you have to keep an eye on the state of your feet and where you're going you have to work at truth and integrity with the belt of truth you have to do all these things you just don't get up in the morning and before your breakfast say lord i put on the helmet of salvation i put on the breastplate of righteousness i put my boots on the gospel of peace and the belt of truth the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit i'm ready that's what we call a mantra that's superstition. That's not how we do it. We have to cultivate these things in our lives. No. So he says, put on the full armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. You're not even going to advance. You're not going to take ground. On the day of evil, you're going to do everything you can just to stand. So to maintain is hard work. Having done all to stand. So the Lord says to the church in Thyatira, hold on to what you have. And the question is, what do they have? What do they have that they have to hold on to? And it's explained in verse 19 at least in part. I know your deeds. Greek word, energy. Energy. I know your energy. I know you're an active church. Now don't think when Jesus is speaking, he's thinking of the congregation, uh, the, the church building and the church programs. And he's saying, Thyatira, you've got a lot of programs. He's saying, Thyatira, as a people, you are a working hard people. So, uh, Alice, when you, when you wake up on a, a Monday morning and you start your day, you're a hard working believer. You put all your stuff into practice in your life and you work at grace and you work at faith and you work at love when you meet people when people bump into you you exercise the spirit that's within you I know your deeds I know what you do and your love I know your love you are loving guys you are loving people I know that. Ephesus, they'd forgotten 
their first love. There were huge black holes in their love wallet. But with Thyatira, I know your love. You got it right. I know your love. And I know your faith. I know that everything you do comes from that belief that God is there, that he loves me, that he sent his son to die for me, that his Holy Spirit is in me and that all things are possible to those who believe. I know your faith. So if he was speaking as he was two weeks ago to Smyrna, he could have said to the church in Thyatira, you are rich. You are another rich church because you've got You've got works, you've got love, you've got faith, and you've got service. Now, what's the difference between deeds and service? I'm not absolutely sure, except that the Greek word for service is diakonos, where we get the word deacon from. A deacon is someone who works in the church, doing things, different from an elder, an elder doesn't so much do things, an elder sees things. So the elder is looking out this morning and he's saying, is Gary looking a bit worried? Is she looking as though that she's a bit worried? Is, is, is Jenny looking okay? The overseer, he's looking out on the flock Whereas the deacon is saying, that wall, needs, that wall needs a good paint. We've got to get that car park sorted out. We've got that offering basket. It should be bigger, more visible, and it should be right in the path of people as they walk in. <laughs> so the deacon, he's, he's like doing things. I know your deeds. I know your love. I know your faith. And I know your ministry. I know the ministry that goes on in the church, and that's good. Deeds are what you do outside. Ministry is what you do inside, and it's good. And perseverance. Every church, these um, seven churches were local to each other. They all live in this, they're, they're all in the same geographical area. And it's very unlikely that one would be suffering persecution and the other six would be fine. So the fact that some of them are suffering real persecution suggests that actually they're all suffering real pers persecution. And what do you need in persecution? Perseverance. We're in lockdown. This is the nearest us bricks. Brits. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> this is the nearest us Brits get to persecution. We are blessed in this country. And yes, we might get the occasional insult because we own the name of Jesus. And yes, we might lose a friend because we spoke the truth of Jesus to them. But nobody's setting fire to this building yet. Nobody's throwing bricks through the window. The secret police aren't in their car out there. 
noting down your name, Gary, as you go into the building, following you home to see where you live. You know, we are not living under persecution, but these churches were. And they needed perseverance. They needed to stay true, to hold on. So hold on to what you have. Um, and not only that. I know that you're doing more than you did at first. Wow. Remember church in Ephesus? I keep picking on it. I'm sorry, Ephesus, but it's there in the word. Remember how far you have fallen. He says to Ephesus, remember how far you have fallen. You've really fallen from where you were at first. Thyatira, you're doing more than you did at first. Now, if you have a skill, it doesn't really matter what skill you have. But as you get older, you get better. You get better at it. Through practice, through learning off other people doing the same thing, you just get better. We should be getting better at this Jesus thing. This Jesus thing that we started all these years ago, some of us, we should be really good at it now. Really doing it well. Bible? I've read it all. I've read it all. Several times. Prayer? Well, it's just, I just, I've been praying all my life. I just know about prayer. Love? Mm. Mm. Harder. Harder. There are some things that are harder than, than others. Most of them are character related. Patience. Perseverance. But are, we, are you doing it better than you used to? Now I can't answer that question. Only you can answer it. Well actually no. Jesus can answer it. If Jesus was, were to meet me today. With that. Would he say Ronnie. To be honest, 1974, you were on fire for me. No? Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> See, there's, there's got to be a measurement of that, hasn't there? There's got to be a way of measuring that. And here is Jesus measuring this church. You are now doing more than you did at first. Now, don't take doing more again, meaning you're doing more programs but rather you are doing more kingdom life than you were doing before. Your whole life is more centered on me, more centered on my word, on my will for you, on my plan. You're more centered than you've ever been. So hold on to what you have. Until I come. 2,000 years ago he said that. 
until I come. The church in Thyatira all died out and he didn't come. Because you see, the letter is not just to Thyatira. He who has an ear, hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And he's saying it to you and he's saying it to me. Hold on to what you have because I'm on my way. If I go away, I will come back again and receive you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. I'm on my way. Paul says at communion, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. The angel said to the disciple, this same Jesus who was taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. We are unique human beings, believers, because we can confidently say human history as we know it has a beginning and it has an end. This life, as we know it, will only maintain until Jesus comes back again. Then everything changes. Uh, the Bible calls it a new heaven and a new earth. And when Jesus comes back, yes, you are persevering now, but all wrongs will be righted. The very sad, tragic story of the policeman who lost his life when he was dragged along uh, by youths escaping custody and were given manslaughter, which according the, to the courts would be because they reckon they didn't know what they were doing. He caught himself on rope, on the back of their car, etc. But for the wife, for the widow, she says, no, no, he was murdered. Now, I don't know who is right, but I understand what the courts are arguing and I understand what that woman is saying but when Jesus comes back all wrongs will be righted there is something within us that says I think that's good and proper that's why when you are personally injured as a believer you don't have to take vengeance because vengeance belongs to the Lord and all wrongs will be righted when Jesus comes all pain will be ended all sorrow will cease when the church in Thyatira meets the Lord in the air there will be no more holding on when we get to glory we won't have to hold on to the things that remain on the contrary, God will pour out on us more than we could ever have asked or think. So, 
let's hold on. Let's do it. Let's hold on. Let's do more than we did at first. Because he's on his way. Lord Jesus, you're on your way, Lord. When we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. Pam, just come and 